Thank you for listening. You're listening to Medicine Remix. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Is that right? I believe so. Yeah. So that article that you sent me about ADHD and using saffron as a possible like herbal supplement for ADHD. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny because I just had a dude last week, like 17 year old kid. Um, hey man, I'd never seen him before, but he did something real weird. So the way my office is set up, it's like my desk and then there's two chairs that are across from my desk, but they're a little offset. They're not right across from, from my desk, but he comes in and he just has an aggressive walk. And he comes in with his grandma and sits down and he takes his chair and he moves it like, you know, like if you're sitting in the chair and you don't get up completely, you just kind of squat up and you're holding the chair up to your ass still. Yeah. And he kind of scoots his chair up to my desk. Like, he's like right next to me. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is this about? Like, I thought for sure, like, you know, generally when that happens, that's like somebody who um, there's going to be some medication change they want and something's been happening where they've been calling to trying to get like fucking benzos or something and no one will give it to them. And, you know, they think they can big league somebody into giving them shit. So already I'm in like, defensive mode like all right here we go and i did i i just stared at him and i was like you all right and he's like yeah yeah i'm fine I'm like, all right like what's going on and uh he starts just going in about medications but the weird twist was he was on vivance and he wanted to be off of it and that's an adhd drug right right it's a stimulant. It's 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 one of the newer ones. It's not the newest. There's a lot of them that have come new ones that have come out in the last year or so. Is that like a long acting? You just like take it. Yeah. Out? Okay. Yeah. And and that one, Vivance was like was like the Cadillac of all the stimulants, like, you know, five, ten years ago. So here's the deal. Vivance helps control my ADHD. That's it. It was it was like the one everybody wanted because it was long acting. Like you said, you only had to take it once. As part of a treatment plan, my doctor prescribed Vyvanse. It won't do my laundry or do my work for me. But for some adults with ADHD, Vyvanse works throughout the day, even at 14 hours after taking it. And of the stimulants at the time, it was the one that was probably more, most likely to make you lose your appetite. Oh. So, you know, all the, the soccer moms wanted it. Right. And I think it's the only one that's like FDA approved for like binge eating disorder. I mean, that's how much it'll reduce your appetite. Wow. Common side effects include decreased appetite. Yeah. So, um, so everybody wants Vyvanse. So it's always, and, and the crazy part is most times when I inherit patients, they come in on Vyvanse and I ask them, what other stimulants have you been on before? And they say, no, I've, all, I've always been on Vyvanse. And that's crazy because most of the time it's the PC, their the primary care doc who, who's starting them, and they start them on those. I think because the drug reps push it so hard. Oh, shit. So they come to you already on a Vyvanse that, on a medication like Vyvanse that is generally that's not the one I get to to about two or three medications in after you failed other ones. Right. Like you know the immediate release ones, not the long acting ones. So when he comes in and and. And he's on the max dose of Vyvanse and he wants to be off of it. So this has all the makings of something I don't hear very often. And so he doesn't want to be on it. And 
I, I'm looking at his chart because I've never seen this guy before. And I'm looking at his chart and it says in there that the kid has like poly substance abuse history. Like he he's used meth, you know, he smokes weed. He you know how old is this kid? Seventeen. Seventeen, okay. Yeah. And uh so I was like, oh, okay, this is making a little more sense because Vivance, you can't use it like you could meth. Like Adderall, uh, instant release Adderall, you can crush that shit up and snort it and right. do all kinds of shit with it. With these long acting ones, you can't. Well, at least with Vivance, and they just they're metabolized differently. So, what's the generic? What's the generic uh, drug for Vivance? I think it's less dexamphetamine. Okay. I believe that's right. Um, anyway, he wants to get off of it. And I'm like, oh, well, this is interesting. And so I ask him, like, you know, why do you want to get off of it? And he's just like, I don't like it. I don't like how it makes me feel. Um, it makes me, like, hyper-focused. Um, it makes me jittery. And I was like, all right, yeah, you shouldn't be on it then. And he's like, yeah, I stopped taking it a week ago. About a week ago, a week ago. <laughs> I was like, motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> then why are you telling me this? He's like, well, because... I took it today. And I'm like, what? I don't, what? You don't want to be on it. You haven't taken it for a couple of weeks, but you took it today. And he's like, yeah. You would think that th that, that sentence right there implies why, right? <laughs> I'm thinking like, it's like when I like floss only the day that I'm going to see the dentist. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that why? Yeah. No, so he well, he gets piss test by his PO. Ah. And uh, one of the reasons they do it is to see if he's being medication compliant because that was part of his probation deal. Gotcha. So he goes, I took it today. And I said, all right. I said, well, look, man, I don't, I don't want you on any medicine you don't need to be on. And he's like, no, I don't need to be on it. I graduated from high school. He's working in like a landscaping job now. And he doesn't want it. And I was like, all right, well, cool then. then. All right, I'll write that in your note and you can give that to your PO. And uh, if they piss test you, you could just tell them, hey, check my doctor's note. We agreed to get off of it. So he starts talking to me about supplements, you know, like other things he could take if he didn't want to take a stimulant. And uh, he starts bringing up, there's, this, there's a bunch of them out there. Like, have you heard of Focus Factor? No. Focus factor. I've heard of that. Focus factor is out. is is uh they used to have infomercials. Yeah, it sounds like some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. They used to have infomercials. And while I was in college, I remember this shit. And it was like focus factor. And really it's just B12. And they used to have uh, you know, uh, a guarantee or whatever. And you'll feel the focus factor edge in just two weeks or your money back. Um, in 30 days if you don't have increased focus. And I'll, remember, I, I'll never forget my boy Nerd, because they give you a free trial. You could try for like 30 days. And my boy, <laughs> I didn't know. I just went to his house one day after class, and uh, he was on the phone with their customer service. And he was arguing with them because he got the focus factor for 30 days, and they didn't do anything. So they And they were going to like bill his card or something. And he's like, no, no, I want my money back, and I, I want... I don't want this thing anymore. And they were like, well, did you take it? Did you follow the instructions? And he's like, yeah. And they were like, oh, okay, so um, you took the focus factor. Uh, you, you, you're you on a good diet. You're exercising. He goes, no, I didn't do any of that other shit. <laughs> I didn't do any of that other shit. <laughs> and they were like, oh, well, you have to do that for it to work 
and get the benefits. And he goes, no. What? Yeah, yeah. He goes, no, that's why I, I tried it because I don't want to sleep right. I don't want to exercise and I don't want to eat right. And, and <laughs> dude, the lady was dead silent. She, she didn't know what to say. <laughs> she didn't know what to say. And he was like sitting there like straight letting her know. And she, so reluctantly, she was like, oh, I'll be refunding your card. And, and, and I'll, every time now, because now... Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. Because now Focus Factor is carried like at Target, at Walmart. So I see it and I just laugh every fucking time I see it. I just remember him being like, no, I don't want to exercise and I don't want to eat right. I want Focus Factor to do all that. And they were like, oh, oh, oh okay. So... Uh, That's amazing. Yeah, so... so but, but that is just like some B-complex vitamins, nothing crazy in that. But... um. You hear, I hear it a lot from, from, uh, honestly, it tends to be the more, the more affluent families who want to try some, you know, naturopathic. Every once in a while you'll get like a, just a misinformed person, but a lot of times you'll hear, you know, the other ones are like, uh, neuro one is another one. Um, that one's, uh, I think it, the company belongs to, uh, Bill Romanowski, the, linebacker for the Broncos way back mm. in the day um, who had a bunch of concussions and he's got like a concentration focus sort of neuro health. And the defense led by Romanowski stops the... Hi, I'm Bill Romanowski. That was then and this is now. If you're a slave to endless cups of coffee and sugar-loaded energy drinks, you need neuro one. And even that one, that was like caffeine and right. B-complex vitamins. It's nothing crazy. And then... uh that on it stuff, Joe Rogan stuff, they have yeah, Alpha like Brain. Aubrey Marcus, um, yeah. When you put together Alpha Brain, it was the first time that I ever had said any, anything where I, I really felt like I didn't want to do anything without it. Yeah. Like, I felt like if I was going to do stand up, if I was going to do the UFC, like, I wanted to be fully charged. And that one's got some other stuff in it. That one's actually kind of interesting. And they've, they've done a double blind uh, placebo control uh, study for that one. Uh, uh, are the are these considered nootropics? Yeah, so that's yeah. kind of like the yes. Yeah, so so that's become kind of a a, a hot sort of uh, consumer thing. Uh, the, the, this idea of of using nootropics and really all those are. I mean, they're just supplements. I mean, I guess you can call them some of them drugs because uh, they are um, that are aimed to improve like just cognitive functioning and and. and even cognitive function is kind of loose, but in this particular description, it's executive function, frontal lobe stuff, memory. Um, and then some of them will get a little crazy, right? They'll say it'll help with like creativity and uh, motivation and all that other shit. Um, but really, at the end of the day, there's not a whole lot of evidence for any of them. And I don't know the numbers, but I'm sure it's a multi-billion dollar industry. Yeah. Since 1994... The supplement industry has gone from making $4 billion to $32 billion a year with almost no side effects. Because you can pretty much say anything, right? As long as you say this isn't intended to treat anything, uh, any medical condition, you could pretty much say whatever you want. Um, but at the end of the day, the ones with the hard evidence behind them you know, are things like the stimulants. Yeah. Um, but of course, there's always like derivatives and things that it's like one methyl group away from, you know, being speed or something. 
um, that somebody's whipping up in some lab somewhere. Um, you'll find a lot of it, but th this this nootropic thing is really kind of become, you know, the the next frontier of of things uh, in terms of over the counter things you can buy. Because I mean, you know, caffeine qualifies, nicotine qualifies, mm. uh, and then you get into there's some other ones like uh, paracetam. You ever heard of that one? I feel like I have. Yeah. Yeah, paracetam was one that when we were in med school was kind of the the subreddit fucking dark web uh nootropic brastam mm. was was the one you wanted um that one was supposed to help with focus um not a lot of good evidence for that there's a bunch of trials using paracetam like in the 2000s for dementia and i think there was a big cochrane review for it too and they essentially said it looks like it can help with some stuff in older people. And then, like in 2010, I think um, one of the British journals said, oh, no, those fucking studies were whack. They weren't good studies. So it kind of left everybody like, well, the studies, because, you know, most people who want to sell it are going to point out the studies that say that it helped. And the people who want to shit on it are going to point out too you know, the meta-analysis that says, ah, those are bad studies. So I think if you were going to give it like a, a, a grade A through D in terms of like, is it actually helpful? I'd probably give it like a C minus. Mm. Um, so, but that one was, a Brastam was all the rage. I, I, I think, um, I was actually surprised because when Alpha Brain came out on the market, I thought for sure they were going to put Brastam in it. Um, and they didn't. But anyway, there's all these different supplements, but most of these are something whipped up in a lab, right? They're, they're synthesized things. You know, those are the ones that sound way more attractive, right? Like some crazy concoction that somebody made. But every once in a while, you'll get like people who come in and they, they'll have like a food that they want to talk about, right? Okay, if I eat this, will it help with my focus? Kiwi, somebody recently came in and said kiwi extract. Hmm. Um, so... You, you know, you hear a lot of them. Um, and it's hard because, you know, you don't want to discourage people, or at least I don't, but I also don't want them taking risks, you know. Right. Now, that's super interesting, like, compared to in, in this context versus, like, essential oils for, you know, like, right. cancer. Right, versus right. yeah taking some of these supplements to that may or may not help you focus more yeah and, and you know i guess one of the other big problems right is that these things aren't regulated yeah exactly if you're a supplement company today you do not need approval from the fda before a product is marketed you can make health claims without prior approval from the government and you don't have to prove the safety or effectiveness of your product before putting it up for sale so you know, that's the hard part because a lot of times if you go look at a study, like say with Prastam, look, I guarantee you that whatever they used for that study, that shit was pure and not tainted or cut with anything else. Mm -hmm. Now, that stuff's not cheap. So if you go online and you buy a bag of it, the sad truth of it is you're probably getting a bunch of other shit in there because you know, you're just some guy online trying to buy stuff and you're trying to get the best deal and you're going to get all kinds of other shit in there. 
But that goes for anything, even like ginseng or like green tea. Apparently there's like certain kinds of green tea that are more potent and grown in certain areas that people want. And by the time that green mulch gets to your door, you don't know what the fuck is in there. Right. You know, so I get when people get mad, like, oh, the FDA wants to have their hand in everything. Uh, they just want to get their cut and they don't want, you know, they want people to use pharmaceuticals. I get that. But at the same time, I also understand that you could put anything in a fucking bag and write ginkgo on it. Dude, at one point, I don't know, I don't know if I ever told you this, but um, man, how old was I? I, I was young and I I didn't I forget what I was gonna do. I was gonna get a job. Yeah, I think actually I was gonna get a job at a at a big potato chip loading company. I won't say their name. <laughs> and I, f- I found out that uh, they drug tested, but they took hair samples. Wow, that's intense. Like they literally cut. I thought they were going to like pluck a hair out. Dude, they, the doctor took a chunk of my hair. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I didn't know that. I didn't even know that they were going to do that. But I was so paranoid about pissing hot for weed that I went online and I was like, I wonder if there's other shit that'll get you high that's not weed. <laughs> those chips. And those chips. That- dude. <laughs> no, dude. So I went online and sure enough, I found now what I know is probably spice or K2. I, I found these synthetic weed fucking sites. This was, man, this is probably 10, 12 years ago. No, like 12 years ago. And I bought $30 worth of this shit. And it came to my house and it had, they had these like, uh, you know, you know, those fucking gas station dick pills. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, you know, where they, they got like a fucking rhino on them rhino. wings right. and shit. Like just all kinds of crazy shit. It was, it was these little bags, this little Ziploc bags with like stickers with those kinds of fucking labeling on them. And inside was some sort of weed. Like it was a, a plant of some sort, dude. It had to have been spray painted. There's no other explanation for how it looked. Oh my Cause god! Because some, some of it was like straight purple, like it was fucking purple. Yeah. I want that purple stuff. And and then other ones were like, like if you took uh, oregano and soaked it in olive oil and then spray painted it and put it in a bag. My hand of God, that's exactly what it looked like. And. I was, the, you want to know the only thing that stopped me from smoking it? This is what a moron I was. I couldn't roll. <laughs> so I was like. Fucking saved, saved your life, man. <laughs> saved, dude, that's, why, that's, why you're, that's why you're here talking to me today. <laughs> dude, that is, that is why I didn't eat my neighbor's face. Yeah, exactly. Because I wasn't strung <laughs> oh out. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, dude. That, that's how fucking crazy. See but, see, but this is weird, right? Because this was all to avoid fucking smoking weed like just fucking let me smoke weed like fuck it like i mean the shit that i was gonna the lengths i was gonna go to but none of that shit is regulated and you know i'm sure now there's like laws for stuff specifically like that but um in the same sort of spirit like all this ginseng and ginkgo and all you don't know you hope that's what it is and most of these things are made in like giant vats in China and there's 
very good evidence that shows that they don't clean out those vats very good. Mm-hmm. So shit's always tainted. There's guys who get popped in sports all the time and they find tainted supplements. That's actually a real thing. Yeah. You know, and there's actually a list on the USADA website where you can go and just type in a supplement or you can go through alphabetical order and it lists all the supplements that are known to this independent agency. This isn't a, a federal agency. All the supplements like at GNC and all that shit that have tested positive for controlled substances. You can go like on the website. And, you know, it's funny. I've always thought that's interesting because if you wanted steroids, but you can't get your hands on them, just go to that website hmm. and look for the steroid you want and buy that tainted supplement. Because it may not be a whole bunch of it, but there's a lot of different like, you know, uh, jacked, jack supreme, iron jack, crazy man. Yeah, you know, like you, yeah. And, and and people will swear on it that it works. And sometimes, dude, it probably does because it's steroids. <laughs> right. Like, that's crazy to think, but it's the truth. Like, there's thousands of supplements on that website. So when a parent comes to ask me, you know, like, oh, what do you think about using this? I'm always like, you know, I feel like a hypocrite because what am I going to say? No, 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 no. Got to use the Adderall that I prescribe you. Right. You know, but it's a controlled substance, man. But at least I know that it's infinitely more likely that what I prescribe you is actually what I'm prescribing you. Yeah. You know, and in the amount that I'm saying, you know, so right. that that's the hard part. So, you know, you tell people to try to go with reputable companies and it's going to cost a little more. But if you're going to use that stuff, try to get some that are like independently tested by third parties and shit like that. But all that just equates to higher costs for the consumer. If you're going with the with the legitimate company that's actually doing all that purity testing and all that, um, you know, because that costs them money to do. So most people want to save money and, and they end up going with the knockoff or whatever. So all that um, to get to the, the interesting scenario where not too long ago there was sort of two not big I wouldn't say but there were two um, things that hit the market. Uh, for ADHD that that kind of made a little noise and, and, and some of them more than others. But the one that I thought was super interesting, I think it was in April. Um, I don't know if you heard about it, but um, the FDA gave permission for like actual marketing of the first medical device to treat ADHD. Did you hear about this? Is this the the nerve stimulation thing? Yeah, yeah. Um, trigeminal nerve or is that what yeah, it is? Yeah. yeah yep yep i want to say it was in april but yeah and it's i think it's one specific company because the release was the press release was about um this one company's device so uh, i'm guessing that that was part of the the deal that this one company was allowed to do it but anyway yeah there's this nerve stimulator uh that apparently it's this little cell phone size device delivers a electrical impulse and you put it on the kid's forehead like just above the eyebrow and they're supposed to feel a little tingling sensation and it delivers a little low level impulse hitting the specific branches how you make sure that they're hitting the right branches of the trigeminal nerve i don't know i'm guessing there's all sort of like little templates and shit that you wear to kind of tell you where to put it 
Right. But the interesting the interesting thing about that is this, you know, electrical stimulation stuff has been around for a good while. Like uh six years ago, it was all the rage. Like you could find subreddits of people like telling you how to hook up little electrodes to your head and shit. Cause you know those little uh muscle e stims yeah that you can put on like they sell those everywhere do you guys use those for like rehab or recommend them ever um not really i, I don't um i i haven't i they might do it in physical therapy on occasion i'm the only thing that i can think of that we use as far as like a stimulator is like a bone stimulator when you know bones are like not healing properly we use that. Mm-hmm. That's like based on like uh, you know electro you know magnetic pulses and stuff. But uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I don't specifically prescribe um, anything like that. Right, because I think for a while wasn't the late night pitch like build muscle while you're sitting down. Yeah, like fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. And none of that shit ever panned out to like actually work. Right. Like, uh, you know, you're not gonna get fucking abs by you know hooking up some fucking nodes to your stomach while you're watching tv but i want to say bruce lee used to use some of this shit i might oh really yeah i'm gonna have to look that up if i could find the clip because i know in like the 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 movie dragon the bruce lee story like there's this Uh there's this scene where he's just like he's like writing his book or he's like typing something and then he's got these like electrodes and you see his like oh i think i remember somewhere there's gotta be a series in all this yeah his like pecs are rippling and then yeah some, you know his wife or somebody sits yeah. next to him and was like what is that <laughs> yeah. and he's like yeah it's like doing 200 push-ups in a minute or something i was like oh yeah, shit right. i need yeah. to get that three minutes it's like doing 200 push-ups want to try uh, no thanks you uh, might turn it up and try to electrocute me the thought crossed my mind Fucking hook that up, yeah. And I think I think because I think I looked into the the literature about it, and I I think it was pretty conclusive that you're not going to get ripped off of that shit, but that it could help with like uh, blood flow and like you know moving you know lactic acid and all kinds of shit like that. But you have to already be ripped for it to work. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you gotta you gotta come yeah. pre Bruce Lee. You're not gonna. Yeah, but. They they make those sorts of devices that you can wear on your head. Mm. Um, I bought one. It was uh, I think the the website was called Focus. It was F O C dot U S. Or it's F U C K dot U S. Yeah. Well, I was I was super into this because apparently, and there was an old Radio Lab episode about it where. Uh, some chick did like this target training shit with the army, I think. And they have her run this course just without it. And then they hook her up to these nodes on her head. And then they have her run the course again. And she, she's like fucking sniper Jones out there, like just hitting everything. Super focused. Wow. She was telling me about uh, her program, which was that they had figured out how to apply sort of electrical current to the brain in order to, accelerate the learning process. And I was like, no So what Sally had stumbled into was something called TDCS. It stands for Transcranial Direct Current Stimulation. The idea is you take a couple little electrodes, you place them on your scalp, connected with wires to a battery, you send a little bit of electricity into your brain, and then all kinds of things happen. 
if you believe the claims. I remember being like, what? And, and I read about it a little bit. And I was like, ah, oh, is this real? So after a, a thorough Google search and 10 minutes later, I fucking bought one. And I was like, all right, we'll see how this goes. And it came like a couple weeks later. And dude, when I put it on, I probably should have read the instructions a lot better than I did. But I put the nodes too close to my eyes. And I was just seeing oh, no. flashes of fucking white light. <laughs> my rods and my cones were just fucking firing, dude. Fuck. So I was like, what the? F-? So I pulled this thing off and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm an idiot. Why would I do something so stupid? Um, How long ago was this? Uh, like six, seven years ago. Okay, so you you were in medical school at this time? I think I was just out, probably. You were just out of medical school? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, There was no good time. If you're looking for a justifiable time period for me to hook up electricity to my head, (laughs) there there is no justifiable time. Um, But but this is how fucking curious I am about like brain shit, right? Like I was just like, oh man, this is crazy. I listened to one goddamn show and I think now I should be, you know, hooking my brain up to electricity. But, and mind you, it's very, very low charge. It's not like it's anything crazy, but um, you can make one if you wanted to go crazy with it. But um, the other thing that I kind of came pre-interested in that stuff because I had read an article years before that, that I think it was NASA that had this little sort of uh, skullcap EEG looking thing that for ADHD, what they were doing is they were trying to prove that you could train your attention. What they would do is they'd have the participant do something where they were engaged just to kind of map out which part of that particular person's brain is their focus area. And then they'd hook up these little EEG probe things and then it'd be hooked up to a monitor and there'd be a little bird on the monitor and they'd say, focus on the bird. And as the person would focus on the bird and the bird was just an arbitrary thing that they chose to use on the screen. But when that center would light up in their brain, it would send a signal to the little computer algorithm to make the bird fly. So as they were lighting up that focus center, the bird would fly. And the second they would stop focusing, the bird would crash. Hmm. So then incrementally, if I remember this correctly, they were able to establish longer periods of focus the more they worked on it, which makes complete sense, right? It's just, you know, training your, your focus. Right. Um, so, and that was years before I decided to plug my, myself into a battery. But um, so I, I was always kind of just fascinated by that whole notion and and then when I heard this podcast, I was like, oh, man, that, that's interesting. And then I did it, and then I almost went blind. And then... <laughs> you, um, you, you don't have any eyebrows anymore. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and that was it. I, I don't think I used it again. I actually just threw it out. I had it um, because it was a, a phone app is how you controlled it. It was through Bluetooth. Mm. And... Uh, the I don't have that phone and that app doesn't exist anymore, I don't think. And plus, I'm a lot wiser now. And I was like, yeah, I'm probably not going <laughs> to electricity to my brain. Um, but I, yeah, I just threw it out like not too long ago. Um, but so when this trigeminal nerve thing came out, I was like, whoa, this is pretty interesting. But 
there's a couple of things. One is that in the study, they only used it in kids. They did it from uh, 7 to 12-year-old. Um, and there were kids who weren't already taking prescription medicine, if, if, I, if I have that right. Or it was approved for kids. That's what it was. It's approved for kids who aren't already taking something. But anyway, what the study found, and I don't think it was a very big study. I want to say it was like 50 kids. Um, and what they did, what they found was essentially they used a rating scale, an ADHD rating scale. Um, and they found that, they, and by the way, they compared it to Ritalin, which is one of the older stimulants. Right. Um, and really what they found was an increase in the folks who use this, um, trigeminal nerve stimulator compared to placebo. And I think they went from, because remember, the more points you score on the rating scale means the more ADHD you're presenting with. Mm. So um, they, all, they had drops. And the group that used the stimulator dropped from, I believe, something like 34 to like 23. And the kids who didn't use it, who had got like a sham treatment, placebo, went from like 34 to 27. So mm -hmm. essentially we're comparing a score of 23 to 27. So what that means in terms of actual like real world changes, keep in mind that score is based on what a teacher and a parent rate you on a scale. So it's pretty subjective, as subjective yeah. as you're going to get. Um, so... One, it wasn't like they did it with like 2,000 kids, like 50 or 60 kids. And it wasn't a crazy drop, but nonetheless, I think it was statistically significant, which is pretty interesting. That, so so it compared to, to Ritalin as far as effectiveness? Right. right. Interesting. Yeah. So I don't know. Is it going to replace Ritalin? Probably not. Aside from the fact that you got to hook your kid up to electricity. Yeah, I wonder, you know, what what seems more concerning to most people, like hooking your kid up to is, is it negligible as far as like you feeling it? Like, it, do, does the kid actually feel like electric shocks, or is it so subtle? It, it's yeah, it's just supposed to. If and if it's anything like when I try to make myself go blind, <laughs> it's just a little a, a little tingling. It's nothing crazy. But to your point, it, it did have side effects. And it, it, w it wasn't like, oh, whatever side effects. It was like drowsiness, increased appetite, trouble sleeping, teeth clenching, headaches, fatigue, you know, things that could worry some people, you know? Yeah, that, that sounds like just as bad, if not worse, than a pill. Right. Yeah, except now you're adding electricity to the mix. Right. You know, but keep in mind, if it's that super granola parent who in their mind has built this adversarial relationship with big pharma, I want to go this route. I don't want my kid taking no goddamn pill. Right? Right. So I don't know. And of course. Fuck big pharma. I'm all about small electricity. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I'm about independent electrical devices. Yeah. And, you know. They can cause problems with other things. I mean, God forbid a kid had like a pacemaker or something, but you can't have any other electronic devices in your body. Sure, and, yeah. You know, there's certain things you can't do. You're not going to get an MRI while, you know, carrying this thing around. Or, yeah. Um, you know, um, 
who knows uh, how much it's going to cost. I don't know how much it's going to cost. Um, maybe it's something you don't have to own. Maybe it's something you can go in for treatment. I think you're supposed to give it, or you're supposed to wear it when you're asleep, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. But it was interesting, nonetheless, that it made it that far and to the point where the FDA gave them the green light to to market it. Wow. Um, so I'm I'm curious, but but I think this all sits on the cusp of this idea of, uh, you know, neurostimulation. Yeah. You know, so uh, maybe this will open up the the floodgates again where. You know, people start trying it again in their basement. But and and even when when I did it, dude, I remember looking on Reddit and dudes were burning their foreheads and shit. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, it's a risky proposition. And here's the other thing: where are you gonna place it? What are you gonna use a a fucking diagram online and assume that your specific area that you're trying to target with this shit is where you think it is? Yeah. You know, like, I mean, what if you, what if you're using it for depression and instead you're hitting the spot that's making you depressed? Mm. You know, I think there's just too much variability. Right. Everybody's head's a little different and skull thickness and hair and how high do you set this thing? And, um, you know, I, I, I don't think it's made, it's ready for mainstream for sure. Yeah. So so at this point it's FDA approved though it's just it hasn't really yeah. been it's not really being used by the masses yet other than those people in the clinical trial. Right. Okay. Right. Right. Interesting. Well, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Probably not good. Probably not. Yeah. Good. <laughs> but yeah, that's an interesting one. But and then, you know, more traditional routes in terms of supplements and stuff with what you were talking about before and yeah, uh, that herbal supplement of uh saffron um that was an interesting study uh i think uh and you know what i might have misspoke i think i said to you that the trigeminal one was compared to ritalin i actually think it was the saffron that was compared to ritalin okay i think the uh electrical device was only to placebo um okay that yeah i guess that makes more sense yeah and and i i think yeah final answer I think the Easton one was against placebo and the Saffron one was against Ritalin. And the reason I that makes sense now is because they used the same um, milligram dosage of Saffron to Ritalin, hmm. which I found super interesting. And I, I tried to dig around and find out why they chose that because um, what makes you decide to go with the same dose? They're not the... Like the same chemical compound. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, so I thought like that, was, and here's why: I bought some. I bought some, and do you know what saffron is? I mean, it make it, it makes shit yellow, is <laughs> it right? It's it sure can. Um, <laughs> it's, it's like it's, doesn't it make like a rice yellow, like paella and stuff? Don't you put saffron in that? Yeah. Well, now that you say it, it makes a lot more sense because it fucking made my fingers that color. Okay. Yeah. The, um, the Indian cooking uses like a bunch of saffron. Yeah, but do, do you know what it is from the flower? No. Like, so if you look at a flower next time. It's got like this little, for any botanist out there, going to be like, you fucking moron. That's not what it is. But it's got a, if you just a flower, think of a random flower uh, it, that in the middle, it's got like a little stringy sort of 
fluffy looking something that if you grabbed it, it's like the thickness of a couple of hairs. Uh-huh. But it, I would consider that pollen. I, I'm guessing if I was just somebody asked me, like, what do you think that turns into that part of the flower? I don't, I don't know, pollen. But it's just a little tiny stem in the middle of the flower. Um, they're super small. They're like a thick hair. And it's just a bunch of those. So I can't imagine how many flowers they have to go pluck to get this stuff. And it's uh, when you buy it, it, it comes in a little can, or at least the one I bought. Um, and it's just a bunch of those little stems. So, yeah, I had to grind them up and shit. I guess you could eat them, but they were hard. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't weighing them. I was just eating them like fucking Big League Chew. <laughs> Jesus. You know what I haven't had in a while? Big League Chew. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, this is probably a terrible idea. <laughs> so I actually bought a little, like, a little pharmacy compounding thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, oh, I want to try this. I want to actually want to try it. And I weighed it out. And, but the study itself used that. And it was, a, I believe, folks were random, randomly assigned. And they either gave them Ritalin or uh, the saffron. But the saffron was and, like in a pill? They like put it in a pill? Yep, okay. in a capsule. Yep. And, and again, right, this is where the problem is. If a parent comes to me with this study and says, I want to try this instead of Ritalin. Okay. I mean, that's their decision. But if it's coming already in a capsule, I don't know what's in that capsule. Yeah. You know, and uh, judging from the price that I paid for this little canister, it that shit is expensive. Mm. It's really expensive. Um, especially if you're going to be taking it every day. Um, so I don't know. I, I was, I'd be a little worried. Um, but I'd be worried about the purity of it and all that. But anyway, what they went ahead and did was they assigned kids to either the Ritalin group or to the Saffron group. And this one was for sure, I know, about 50 kids between 6 and 18, I believe. And it was a short study. I remember being like, oh, that's not very long. But when it, it all panned out that they saw similar effects between both of them. And ironically, in addition to the ADHD effects. Um, I guess saffron has been known to uh, have some antidepressant properties. Hmm. Um, so, it, I mean, if you look at what the literature that's out there, um, it talks about uh, that it increases the reuptake inhibition of dopamine and norepinephrine. So uh, it works the way you would think it would need to work to help with ADHD. So uh, it seemed really interesting. It seemed really interesting. Um, so, again, in addition to, you know, anecdotal stuff about it helping with uh, having like antidepressant properties and anti-anxiety properties, um, I found it interesting enough to keep an eye on it and try it just for the sake of trying it. And actually, when I tried it, I, I was really trying to see what it would do that was bad. Because I was curious. I was like, I wonder if it... it if it has those effects, but if it's going to feel stimulant like, right, is it going to feel like caffeine? Is it going to feel like, you know, jittery? Um, and it didn't, hmm. it didn't. So but did you feel like uh, it helped your focus at all? Yeah. Uh, you know, placebo is a powerful thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, so I, I would say to you, yes, but, I would say that knowing that it could have all been placebo could have been all the effort I put into like having to grind that stuff up and put it into capsules. Right. 
you know, I want it to work and turn my fucking fingers yellow. Um, so who knows? But I, if somebody asked me, hey, I'm going to try it. What do you think? Well, say go for it. Because it certainly didn't make me feel jittery. It didn't like cause my heart to race or anything like that. It didn't make me nauseous. Um, but I would treat it as if it were a stimulant in terms of like not taking it at night, you know, and yeah, yeah, shit like that. So, um, but yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, that's super interesting. I'm, you know, I'm thinking about that song. I don't know if it's from like a musical or something. You know, that song that's like, I'm just mad about saffron, saffron's mad about me. You know, that song? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I probably shouldn't either but that's definitely a song i want to say it's from a musical i'll figure out where it's from but i wonder if that has anything to do with this whole you know this whole saffron making you focus business or making you feel less depressed or whatever yeah that's funny i don't know yeah anyway that's fascinating um i think uh we're at right about you know where we need to be to to Ooh. end this conversation. Any anything else you wanna you wanna add? I, I think that this is some very no, interesting man. stuff. And I think that's everything. All right, brother. Good night. All right, brother. Peace. Medicine Remix fam, thank you so much for listening. Hopefully you found that episode valuable and or entertaining. And if you did, please, please, please consider sharing the podcast and writing us a review on iTunes. It would mean the entire world to us and it would help us spread the word about Medicine Remix tremendously. We love you. Stay tuned for some amazing interviews that we have on the chopping block. Lots of good shit coming from our studio to your ears on the brand new season of the one and only Medicine Remix. Remix.